All right. Thank you very much for joining us today for Drake Talks on U.S. market entry for fast-growing startups. Uh, quick shout out to our Drake Star team, Sasha, Jen, and Daniel for putting together uh, this webinar and Kate on the L2 Council team. Uh, my name is Vitaly Golem. In September, I joined Drakestar as a partner in San Francisco Silicon Valley office, and I primarily focus on the transportation, mobility, and new energy sector, but we are uh, quite a big firm, and I'm a technology venture specialist with a wide, a wide variety of uh, experience on all sides of the table. Before joining Drakestar, I founded GS Capital and served as a founding partner at HP Tech Ventures, the corporate venture arm of Silicon Valley's original startup. Prior to going to the dark side, I founded the venture-backed e-commerce SaaS platform Keen and built an award-winning digital agency. My bestseller, Accelerate Startup, is also used by a number of accelerators and business schools as a textbook. Available on Amazon, Audible, and iBooks. Here's a quick plug. So, Louis, over to you. Well, thanks again uh, to, the, to the teams for putting all this together, and especially to our fabulous panelists, who I will let introduce themselves. But... Uh... As always, I am uh, uh, lucky and, and grateful to, 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 to have you as a partner, Vitaly. Uh, I'm, I'm just a, a humble lawyer uh, from the Silicon Valley who helps uh, companies get formed, finance, and uh, scale for growth. Uh, and I spent a lot of time helping companies map through uh, liquidity strategies. And uh, recently, as Vitaly and I were thinking about our next production and, and how we were going to get people together in this time of, uh, of social distancing, we thought about uh, a topic near and dear to both of our hearts, um, you know, how do foreign founders access the, the, the Silicon Valley markets and how do we bring Silicon Valley everywhere, especially when we can't travel. Um, so uh, without further ado, um, you know, re really proud to have uh, this, this uh, group of rock star uh, panelists. And and uh, I'll start with USC, uh, who I met a few years ago and who knocked my socks off uh, and uh, who I beg to not only be my client, but also to be an investor. And and uh, it's, it's really a pleasure to have you on. SC, why don't you introduce yourself? Actually, uh, let's hit pause because we, we do have introductions uh, in, in, in a couple of slides. So uh, uh, let's, we'll, we'll, jump, uh, we'll jump right back in in a second. But um, First of all, we wanted to introduce our firms real quick, um, and we'll come back to all of the content in the agenda. So Drakestar is a large tech-focused M&A advisory firm. We have 27 senior partners, a team of over 100, uh, focused specifically on technology, media, and communications, and, and we've done over 370 transactions in the history of the firm. Uh, number one in cross-border mid-cap transactions. So this is, a, this is a topic near and dear to the whole firm, with over 70% of deals being done uh, cross-border between uh, six countries and nine offices. Um, my mobility team is uh, over 20 of our 100 plus, and we focus on, on uh, new energy, which is a hot topic, and uh, EVs and, and mobility as a service. Um, Louis, maybe you could do a, a, a quick, uh, more detailed intro on the firm as well. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll be very quick, uh, as I'm, I'm sure, uh... Uh, people are more interested in the in in the panelists than 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 me, but uh, uh, I I'm operating a, an elite boutique law firm in the Silicon Valley designed to fill a gap in the market, where we saw that founders needed more legal expertise and time uh, than you know is possible to achieve with the uh, the existing resources in terms of cost, and so we are trying to fill that gap with really practical strategies and solutions that make sense. Uh, technology-enabled solutions wherever we can, and uh, human beings all the time. 
Uh, we've represented over 200 companies with uh, over $80 billion raised. Uh, we work on both sides of the table, both with founders and with investors. And, uh, you know, our thesis is that uh, technology has no borders. Uh, and so, um, we, we want to be there uh, when you're thinking about your idea in the garage and when you're bringing it to the global stage. And, and today, obviously, if you're trying to come into the U.S., uh, we spend a lot of our time helping our, our clients uh, in their day to day uh, navigating the minefield of, of, uh, of their startups from, you know, how much to to, to juice a new uh, co-founder to uh, how to. Uh, think about your cap table to how to onboard an employee and, and on and on and on. Um, and uh, where, where, you know, people pay us money is when it's time to raise money in some sort of a financing, uh, whether it's angel seed or venture capital, and obviously when, when it's time for liquidity. Uh, so we've got a great team of multidisciplinary lawyers to help make that happen. And, and more importantly, a, a deep network of, of friends like the folks on this uh on this uh, panel. And so with that, uh, maybe that's a nice transition, Vitaly. Indeed. So uh, why don't I do quick introductions and then maybe in the interest of time, everybody can add maybe something that I've missed. And then um, the way we've set up the agenda is we'll, we'll uh, do a detailed Q&A with our panelists uh, in the second half. Uh, in the first half, we wanted to talk about, uh, first of all, kind of where we are uh, with, uh, with this year and what the trends are in investment and cross-border investment as well as kind of the strategy and tactics of how these flips to US um, happen with companies. So uh, Becky Flint is a product and tech executive based in Silicon Valley. She has built and scaled product and engineering teams globally for both startups and Fortune 500 companies. Uh, currently, Becky is the founder and CEO of Dragonboat.io, a revolutionary product portfolio platform for leaders to align strategies and resources to deliver both near-term results and long-term vision. Prior to founding Dragon Boat, Becky has held uh, various executive roles at uh, Feedzai, BigCommerce, Shutterfly, and PayPal. SC, uh, who we, we briefly already heard from, is the managing partner at Mighty Capital and Product Set Count, a global community of product managers, leaders, and founders. Previously, she's built products that, that billions of people use at Facebook, Nokia, and Electronic Arts. And Eugene Malabrodsky is a partner at One Way Ventures, a seed stage VC fund that backs exceptional immigrant tech founders. Prior to One Way Ventures, he founded two successful startups. His latest venture was Anchor Free and its leading product Hotspot Shield, revolutionizing consumer privacy and security for millions of users globally. In 2018, Anchor Free was acquired by a private equity fund, Wonderco, where Eugene continued his, uh, his involvement as chief strategy officer. Eugene acts as a board member for Zero Cognitive Systems and GeoZilla. So let me know if I missed anything. Otherwise, uh, we want to dive right in. We have a lot, of, uh, a lot of slides to get through and a lot of content. Um, so with that, uh, just real quick again, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we will make slides and video available after the webinar. So don't worry about taking screenshots or, or, or notes. Um, we will leave some time for Q&A at the end, so please think of your questions and use the Q&A function in Zoom, which is quite convenient. And with that, uh, we're going to take a deep dive to look at uh, the VC market of 2020. It has, this has been a, quite an interesting year, uh, surprising in many ways, and um, as well as a trajectory for 2021. So uh, VC market 2020. Uh, VC deal-making remains extremely resilient through the pandemic, which was a big surprise. We were all uh, very nervous in March. 
Uh, overall deal counts are in line with recent years. There is, however, a slowdown at the earliest stages and an acceleration at the late stage in 2020 on the back of uh, large deals, mega deals of 100 million plus uh, in general. So that's uh, kind of a quick chart on, on what we've seen so far, and it's been somewhat surprising in a positive way. Uh, 223 deals of 100 million and above have closed through the first nine months of 2020, putting the year on pace to set a new record for VC mega deal count. That's just about one mega deal per day of the year, if you're keeping track. Uh, this, moves towards larger, this move towards larger deals has been in motion for the past five years, but the advent of the pandemic has accelerated this trend as uncertainty and desire to support stronger portfolio companies likely drove a, fight to, a flight to quality for investors. Uh, reopening of the IPO window for large tech companies uh, is driving massive rebound for VC exit market. Exits are good. And exits were the, uh, were the hardest hit segment of the VC ecosystem over the first six months of the year, but that changed in, in uh, Q3. The public listings of Snowflake, Palantir, Asana, and Unity pushed exit value to the second highest quarterly total of uh, 100 and almost 4 billion, uh, with those four IPOs making almost 65% of the total exit value. Uh, there were a total of 13 billion plus valuation IPOs in Q3, which is more than the total number of VC-backed IPOs in Q1 of this year. So hey, Vitaly, does this push. statistic capture all the SPACs, the special purpose acquisition vehicles that uh, take a, a private operating company and flip it into public uh, status cheaply and quickly? I don't believe I don't believe these numbers cover the SPACs because those are technically uh, well they're not they're not VC backed IPOs per se they're they're kind of more of an M and A deal. So um, there are a number of other multi billion dollar IPOs, direct listings, SPAC combinations that the markets are expecting from VC backed companies. Yeah. Uh, while the IPO windows remains open, and we'll see how first half of next year fares uh, as far as SPACs go. Uh, by the way, we are planning a SPAC focused uh, Drake talk probably in December. Um, and it is no surprise, large funds see continued success, pushing 2020 total fundraising value higher than 2019. Through Q3, USVC firms have raised uh, $56.6 billion across 228 funds, exceeding to, uh, 2019 total fundraising value of $54.9 billion. So surprisingly, this year, again, has been uh, quite good for the venture industry. Uh, early stage VC deal activity showed signs of rebounding in Q3 with 9.2 billion raised across 657 deals, bringing the year-to-date total to 2,722. And at its current pace, 2020 is tracking to fall short of last year's early stage activity by about 20 to 25%. But of course, it's unsurprising uh, given the stress caused by the pandemic and the fact that both 2018 and 19 were record years. So that's where we see the big slowdown is an is early stage. Um, so, uh, but in Q3, we saw signs of recovery with deal value and deal count exceeding Q2. Uh, larger check sizes continue to dominate uh, the early stage in Q3. The year-to-day total of checks over 25 million currently sits at record high of 15.4%, with the percentage increasing to 18.2% when considering only Q3 deals. So again, bigger deals uh, happening and larger check sizes. Uh, valuation averages and medians have steadily climbed and fun fact 19 of the 25 largest early stage VC deals in Q3 were in healthcare. That's not a big surprise at all. So uh, late stage deals, deals have been increasingly resilient through the pandemic 662 deals with an aggregate value of 26.6 billion closed during the third quarter, bringing the yearly total to 78.2 billion 
the consistently high volume of VC mega deals is the real source driving the aggregate deal value and have brought average deal sizes to new heights. Uh, so that's where that you include, see the numbers. <clears throat> Does that include 500 million from Nuro? For Nuro that happened like last week? Probably not. Yeah, because that, that will be Q4 already. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big jump. And uh, yeah, it, it's the, the capital markets and the VC markets seem to be kind of blending almost uh, at these late stages. And um, in, in tandem with deal sizes, valuations at the late stage continue to climb relative to 2019. The median and average pre-money valuations now sit at 90 million and 672.3 million, respectively. Uh, there's a record number of VC mega deals and an ever larger proportion of capital going to deals over 25 million. Uh, the valuation growth demonstrates more of a flight to quality rather than increase in, in, uh, in the rate of late stage valuation creation. So uh, we might see a kind of a late stage bubble is what that means, essentially. Now for all the hype that companies are leaving Silicon Valley and all these blog posts that uh, some people are writing, um, we, uh, we've seen only a 1.3% drop, uh, drop in share of deal count and a 2.6% increase in share of total capital um, to a tune of uh, almost 55% of all US venture capital is going to the West Coast. Uh, there were also slight uh, drops in share of deal counts in mid-Atlantic, in mid Midwest and mountain regions, slight increase in South and Southeast, and New England was flat while increasing its total value share uh, the most. So we'll see how this goes in Q4 and into 2021, but the message is clear, no matter where people maybe working temporarily or the blog posts about people moving to Austin, there's, been, there's not been a dramatic shift in the center of gravity of venture capital. It still remains Silicon Valley for the foreseeable future. Now, uh, the global venture industry took a bit of a dive in Q2, but has largely recovered in Q3 and Europe uh, set all time records uh, left and right this year. It seems most have remembered the lessons of the past that the best companies are founded and funded during these crisis periods. And valuations overall have consistently climbed as well, as you see here for seed series A, series B, kind of early stage, uh, big jumps there. And even more dramatic when we're talking about later stage series C and D plus type of valuations. Uh, so again, this is kind of a flight to quality and, um, and maybe a bit of a, a late stage bubble forming. So we'll keep an eye on that. Now with that, looking ahead to 2021, uh, what can we expect? So 500 startups uh, surveyed 160 investors in April and then again at the end of Q3. Uh, survey participants were primarily VCs, about 46%, about 30% angel, about 12.5% CVC, corporate venture, 7.5% uh, family office, and just 2% institutional. So key takeaways since the first survey in April where there was a lot of fear in the market, uh, slightly fewer investors feel uh, the impact. So 66.3% or two thirds of the response said that the coronavirus health crisis has had an impact on their investment, um, while 83.5% uh, said it in April. So a little bit of a, a bit, well, actually a big reduction in fear, let's say in the, in the early stage. Uh, also in the survey, 75% of corporate ventures reported they're investing less and only 20% that said that they have uh, kept the same level of investing prior to the pandemic, which is not surprising. Uh, corporate venture, um, you know, the, uh, most of the corporate venture invest from the balance sheet of their companies. And of course they had to hit the brakes and watch their budgets. Um, so most of them did exactly that. Uh, 2021, we'll see fewer pre-seed uh, investments 
Uh, over half of the respondents currently invest in pre-seed stages, but only 18% said they plan to invest in this stage next year. That's a big drop. Um, industries to attract more investments, uh, mental health, investors' interest uh, in uh, is predicted to rise from 10% to 20 plus percent next year. Uh, logistics, 